Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. July 14th, 2020. Surgeons on ice. The death of Johnny Ringo. Common sense childcare. Busting up a chef a rope with Harper Lee. News on cruelty-free health and beauty stuffs, and more. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it, and have an awesome today. Would you? Hello. Hello, and welcome to the July 14th episode of Awesome Today, hopefully the day that everyone discovers and sees our new artwork thumbnail thingy for the podcast. Looking different. No, the, the black is gone. The black is gone. I had looked it up on, on uh, whatever, Apple's stupid thing. Podcasts app, yes. And because the background was black and the background of that app is black, you like couldn't even, I just looked right past it. I was like, where is it? So I felt like it was necessary to do a little work, kind of followed some themes we'd been discussing and, and went that way. I, I, it was going to happen sooner or later. Yeah. It just needed to happen sooner. I am digging it. I love it. You just revealed to everyone that you keep your iPhone on dark mode at all times. This was on my on my desktop. Really? Mm-hmm. Which may also be on dark mode. I don't know. Okay. Um, I really like it. You did a nice job. Thank you. That. Thank you. So, and now since you fiddled around with that and played with it, now you feel like maybe you can create all kinds of stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a big. Uh, I have I have a little bit of artistic ability, not a ton. I have yeah. a little bit, and did some of that in early college, but. The world has changed a bit since then. True, true, true. The whole layers thing and all yes. that within the the editing software. It's my brain doesn't know it, so it makes it hard to it just it doesn't flow naturally. I got you. I understand. Um, I will tell you before we begin that well you know this, our daughter AJ 
out of the sheer kindness of her heart and because she was bored, made for uh, our family, the coffee drinkers of the family, which is me and you and mm-hmm, Daisy, mm-hmm. Um, a cold brew coffee concentrate. And I've been sipping cold brew iced coffee all day. I feel a little inwardly jittery, so I'm going to try to nice. keep it, the energy reined in instead of just being like, woo! Well, hey, everybody needs woo. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what will make you go woo when you find it out. <laughs> and that's this first, this day in history. July 14th mm-hmm. is where we are. 1850, the first public demonstration of ice made by refrigeration. This was shocking to me by a Florida physician. His name is Dr. John Gorey, mm-hmm. G-O-R-R-I-E. Not the, that'd be a little unnerving to go to a doctor named Dr. Gorey, I feel like. Yeah, especially like, if he's like a surgeon or a... Yeah. Yeah, it'd fit, I guess. I guess it would fit. It could be a little gory doing surgery. Yeah, but, you know, in Florida, I guess we're hot. And so I'm guessing that was the part of the inspiration for him to create ice made by refrigeration, something that many of us just take we for granted. We enjoyed it. 1850. It's a long 1850. time ago. This is, this is such a beautiful testament to, you know, you'd referenced in Florida, it's hot. Yeah. Uh, beautiful testament to me to ingenuity yeah. out of, out of necessity. Right, right, right. That's also where Gatorade was created. That's right. Florida Gators because their guys were dehydrating and. That's right. Yeah. Hey, what else we got here? Well, 1882, gunfighter John Ringo, or Johnny Ringo, as some people may know him, was found dead. If you've seen the movie Tombstone, which if you haven't, you really should. It's a fantastic movie. What are you doing with your life? What are you doing with your life, (laughs) family's life? It's a shameful moment, but you can recover. Go watch the movie. It's a great movie. Well, in that movie... um, He's, I can't remember exactly, he's hes killed by, I cannot remember if it was Wyatt Earp or Doc Holliday, mm. um, because there was tension all the way through the movie with Doc Holliday. Real life, though. Yeah. Um, it was ruled that he'd committed suicide, though some people believed perhaps he had been killed by a drinking buddy. Mm. So, mm. yeah, sometimes movies are better than life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A lot. So the movie Tombstone, I believe, has that famous line, I'm your Huckleberry. Yes, yes, that that is Doc Holliday speaking to Johnny Ringo. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Okay, there we go. Okay, so 1946, we have the release of Dr. Spock. Not the Star Trek Dr. Spock. That He wasn't a doctor. I don't know. Though. I don't he believe was he a was Spock. a doctor. He was just Spock. Just Spock. But Dr. Spock was a sort of um, world famous, or at least United States famous, uh, pediatrician. Well, his book, Common Sense Book of Baby and Child Care, is published. I remember my mother referencing Dr. Spock. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that my grandmother, so if my mother was born in 1950, I'm sure that my grandmother would have checked out Dr. Spock's advice and wisdom. Yep. It was common sense back then. Have you heard positive, negative? What have you heard? I think that even to this day, physicians and pediatricians still reference Dr. Spock's advice in various realms. Okay. I think okay. it really was pretty good common sense. Now, I've heard both ways. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure there are some that are like, oh my gosh, can you believe what parenting experts said no. back in the 40s and 50s? And 
I've heard it not exactly this way, but like in kind of the presentation of, you know, hey, slow down there, Dr. Spock, to somebody that's <laughs> parenting in a way maybe that's not approved of today. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, and I haven't read the book. I'm not going to yeah. at this point. If we're failing, it's too late. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. 1951. The first sports event ever to be shown in color. That's big, right? That is big, and I can't believe it's 1951. Right? It's man, it's so easy to get caught up in all of the you know the ice that we use, the all of the lovely conveniences and things. I can remember in 79, 80, having a little little black and white giant tube like it was the tv was deeper than it than the screen was wide black and white tv that we watched on and then i can remember it would have been um, about this time of the year in 1980 that we got our first color tv wow yeah it's kind of wild that is kind of wild yeah did you say that it was what kind of sporting event it was? I think it was a golf tournament. Yeah. I, which is like, oh, good choice. <laughs> I suppose all the paint was already dry and we couldn't film that. <laughs> Not a big fan of the watching of I golf. I hate it's, watching golf. It's great for sleeping too, though. I don't we know. needed some background noise. I don't know. I don't I'm like it. Taking a Sunday or Saturday afternoon nap with that on in the background so yeah moving on up in the world 1951 right jump ahead just a, a little bit 1969 this is kind of today's thematic of things that are either we can't remember not having or we can't remember having yeah. several of these in a row in 1969 withdrawn from circulation are 500 1000 $5,000 and $10,000 bills. Okay. I mean, clearly, I had no concept had that no there clue. ever was a $500 or a $1,000. I feel like I knew there was a $500. Okay. But I'm just, I just, you know, I can't point to, oh, yeah, I had three of those one time. It's nothing like that. Yeah. Um, can you imagine carrying around a $10,000 bill? No. Be terrified. That's crazy. It's also not great for like movies or TV shows where they right. have the suitcase of money and there's all the bills right. in there. It'd be so boring. Like yeah. here's a little yeah, small these, stack of yeah that or <laughs> walking into the convenience store trying to get a pack of gum. Can you break a 10k? <laughs> That's probably the reason they took them out of circulation. The convenience crazy. stores were like, you got to stop with yeah. this. We're not breaking your ten thousand dollar bill. All right, I've got one more, and then I'm going to turn the reins over to you again. Okay, 1983. Mario Brothers hmm. is released by Nintendo, which is a company in Japan. Does it seem strange? Has it ever seemed strange to you that a Japanese company releases a game about Italian brothers who are plumbers? I've never thought about it. I really haven't. It's a it little is weird. A little, it is a little weird. Now, this just says Mario Brothers, so these right. are not the super Right, Nintendo Mario didn't... Brothers. Nintendo, I, I think, dropped with... Super Mario Brothers, or at least that's what came packaged right when I got mine. In the United States. Yeah. Okay. That is really interesting. Super Mario Brothers, of course, being like the first Nintendo game I can ever remember playing. I think it must have come came, came with, with it. Yeah. Came with the frame. Yes. Yes. 
Nice cut there. <laughs> okay. Well, that was 1983 and 1988. A radio station, WYHY. Y Radio. <laughs> Sorry for the interruption. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to check this text rudely for those watching. Oh, okay. Uh, so why radio offers, and you know I love this because of my one conspiracy theory obsession. Okay, well, that's not true. I have a number of conspiracy theories that I'm super into. Yes. But one that I continually am obsessed with is the idea that Elvis is still alive somewhere. He probably is. Well, why radio, W-Y-H-Y, offered $1 million to anyone who can prove that Elvis is still alive. Now, this does poke a hole in that conspiracy theory because, like, if he is still alive, wouldn't one million dollars draw some evidence out of the out of the woodwork? Well, by this time, Vegas was already flooded with impersonators. That's that's my theory that that's where he is. He really? lives in Vegas so? as an Elvis impersonator. I think he just got a haircut and he moved to Tahiti because <laughs> we all know Tahiti's a magical place. So anyway, $1 million has not yet been able to prove if Elvis is still well, alive. I'm guessing they probably withdrew the offer maybe. after a while. Somebody should take him up on that. Or maybe Elvis claimed it and then said you can keep <laughs> it if you'll shut up. Ooh, I like that yeah. twist in the conspiracy theory. Okay, good stuff. What if he's a groundskeeper at Graceland? Oh, gosh. No. You I don't think so? so? No. I watched the guy weed eat there, and he kind of had a wiggle in his hips. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> All right. I thought this was really interesting. So in 2008, iTunes Music Store reached 10 million applications downloaded. Mm -hmm. 10 million. And one year later, same day. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. They reached 1.5 billion. That is insane. People are busy downloading. Yeah, they are. Absolutely. Okay, so 2015, this is contemporary history. I mean, obviously the uh, last few have been, but this one touches me in a special way because it is it marks the release of Harper Lee's second novel, Go Set a Watchman, which was a 1957 draft before she wrote To Kill a Mockingbird. It goes on sale in 70 countries. Now, 
the release of this novel was extremely controversial. I vaguely remember this. Yes, because Harper Lee did not want it released. She had written it. She wasn't happy with it. It was like it was like it's like a prequel, really, to To Kill a Mockingbird, okay. where she sort of establishes who the characters are and establishes the setting. And Have to practice busting up that chef robe. <laughs> yes, am I right? I, I suppose that was what was happening. You think you're going to get it right the first time? You got to practice. <laughs> Chaperone ain't easy to bust up. Well, and so she was like, no, I don't want this to be read by the public ever. And then since she had passed away. You just blew right by that. <laughs> I'm feeling not seen. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. That was a great uh -huh, it's cut too late now. to now kill a mockingbird. patronizing bird. me. <laughs> it's like the only part of the book I remember. I was going to say, that is the only part of the book you remember. And every time you reference To Kill a Mockingbird, that is the one line. I have even threatened you before that I will bust up your chauffeur. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good threat, too. I try to bring it home. I try to speak to you in your language. Yes. Yes, you do. Now, <laughs> speaking of my language, besides Harper Lee being um, one of the great contemporary American novelists, do you know what else was notable about her that gives me such a strong affinity for her? Oh, gosh. I feel like she was probably in the same women's fraternity. That's right. She is. Yeah. She is a Chi Omega, or she was a Chi Omega. So that's one of our few claims to fame. We don't have many famous, but we've got Harper Lee. Well, you bring them up often enough, you'd think the whole crew was celebrities. <laughs> I don't know about that. Do I bring them up that often? Oh, probably. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really listen to you. Good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I have a few items of note for today. Yes. The first one is that today, July 14th, is a saint day of St. Katuri Tekakwitha. Did you have to look up how to pronounce that? I not only looked it up, I listened to like three YouTube videos yeah. just to verify. Yeah. Say it again <laughs> because it's impressive. St. Katuri Tekakwitha. Mm -hmm. She is a, she was a Mohawk woman in Canada who lived in... Which Africa. is a Native American tribe, if anybody... Or yes, an indigenous yeah. uh, First Nation tribe in Canada. If uh, you're not familiar with that name... This last of the Mohicans was based on Mohawk, wasn't it? It may have been. Or there were Mohawks in that movie. I something. have not I don't seen know. that movie. I'm bad at... It's American been a film. long time since I've seen it. I just pulled that out of nowhere. Okay. Maybe not. Don't quote it at a party. Don't do it. Don't uh, just pretend like that part didn't happen. Tell your kids and let them say it at the party. <laughs> and then if somebody looks at them funny, be like, hey, shut up, you stupid kid. That's what we do. And somebody will be like, whoa, Dr. Spock, hang say, on there. <laughs> Dr. Spock approved of it. Yes, he did. Man, that was a lot of pulling it together. I think I'm done. Go ahead. <laughs> So she was a woman who lived in Canada. I want to say it was like in the mid to late 1600s. Um, she lived far too short of a life, you might say. She died at the age of 24. And she had been baptized by Jesuit missionaries when she was young. You would have an affinity for the Jesuits. I do. Um, but she was only able to openly practice her faith um, starting at the age of 20, she ran away from her family and her um, nation there to a Catholic mission settlement called the Praying Castle, where she was able to meet up with some other um, Catholics and lived there and worked, lived in community with them. 
practiced the faith for four years and then ended up dying when she was 24. She was beatified by uh, Pope St. John Paul the Great in, I want to say 2002, maybe? Okay. Don't, that's another one. Don't quote me on that. But I do know for sure she was canonized in 2012 by, uh, I almost said say, by Pope Benedict XVI. Do you happen to know off the top of your head, is she the first Native American? Absolutely, yes. Okay. She is okay. the first, um, You whatever phrase you want to say, Native American. The videos I watched uh, refer to her as being indigenous. Um, That's, it means all the, the same, same thing, thing all I think. I'm not yes. up to date on language if I've offended anyone deeply. That no. wasn't my heart. Well, I think it's because she was Canadian. I believe in Canada, instead of saying Native American, they refer okay. to them as First Nations people. Still America. It is all the North American, but she is the first one of the that re would represent the Native people of North America who has been canonized. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, um, Cinque Terry is a wonderful saint to ask intercession for. She is especially good if you are needing support or inspiration in standing up for what you believe in, and even when that, even when that means um, kind of going against your family's wishes and um, having to really have a really confident, sure faith. She's okay. a great example of that. If you want to read more on St. Kateri, um, definitely a very inspirational saint. Something I love about the Catholic Church and that I can never stop talking about is when you start to dig into the lives of saints, you realize there is such a beautiful diversity of people who have lived holy good lives that have left or at least part of their life us. yeah part of their life you have some like young nico augustine <laughs> saint augustine who started out a little rough well kind of like uh, nico kind of like nico um, but once he converted, he became, mm -hmm. you know, one of the great saints of the church. Yeah. Um, established some of the most early and influential Held, held doctrine together for, gosh, several hundred years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, growing up as an evangelical Christian, we had a really narrow view on the great people of the faith. And so becoming Catholic really opened my eyes to this family. We refer to them often as our, yeah. our family of people who have gone before us, who have left behind um, wisdom and a model for living again not always perfect, mm -hmm. but at <laughs> the very least devotion to the faith in some way. And so anyway, Secretary is a great one to check out. Also, Daisy has a friend, very rare to find this in public school in Oklahoma, um, a friend who's also Catholic, who's named Kateri after nice. Saint Kateri. So yes, so it's our Saint Day. So Saint Kateri, Tekakwitha, I said it again, pray for us. Pray for us. <laughs> Okay, one more item of note that is good news for people who make it a priority to shop for cruelty-free health and beauty products. This is something I've taken up quietly to myself in the past, I would say, six months. Actually, maybe going back a little bit further. Um, last At the end of last year and going into the beginning of this year, I put myself on a beauty product spending freeze. Mm-hmm. Because I just had way, and I cannot emphasize this strongly enough, way too many beauty and skincare products. And you're like, mm-hmm, yes, that's... I said nothing. <laughs> I can see the glimmer in your eyes, though. <laughs> anyway, during that time of not buying things, I just really thought about 
and was able to have a little bit clearer mind about my purchasing practices and decided I really want to make an effort to be cruelty-free in my purchases, starting with health and Starting with the cashier. <laughs> what does that mean? I've heard you lay into the cashier at the store oh before. Oh, yes. Vile. Potty mouth. Definitely. That's me. Totally fits with who I am. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, for people who are... Um, compelled or convicted propelled and propelled compelled convicted propelled all the words okay uh to buy cruelty free products this is really great news because china is going to end mandatory pre-market animal testing in 2021 so let me break this down for you as of right now and china has held this for many years any health and beauty products and actually lots of products beyond that that are imported into china mm -hmm have to have been tested on animals to prove their safety, I suppose. Okay. Um, what if so, they've already been marketed to human animals? Is that good enough? Not good enough for China. Wow. They want to see those testing results on some kind of mammal. So recall situation. a good while back, mm -hmm. we were talking about this, this would have been in the preseason. So you can you can go find this somewhere in the video archives. Okay. We were talking about the bridge that was built. I think it was France, and they tested it with humans. Oh my gosh! Yes. And it collapsed yes. and all that. No more. So <laughs> if that bridge were in China, they'd have to run a herd of animals onto it. Is what you're That's telling me? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. Yes. Now this has been a big issue for companies that are based in the United States and Europe and other places outside of China for years because they may have wanted to go cruelty free, mm -hmm. but they didn't want it badly enough right. to not sell in China. Lose the market. Exactly. And since China has such a rapidly growing middle class and has had for, what do you, what would you say? How long has it been since their middle class has really taken off? Oh gosh. Well over a decade. That's when I was first really alerted to it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, but wait a minute. I'm thinking here. Um, and I, I'm, I know I'm just being a little bit argumentative here, but let's say that you started. It's what I do. Okay. It's what I do. Sorry. Because I like to know, I like to know all the rules so yeah. that I know how to skirt the edges when necessary. Right. I may start a cosmetic company before 2021. Let's do it. So if you've already released in everywhere else, yeah. not having tested on animals, yeah. now you know it's safe because it's been released. Right. Then could you just walk into China with a raccoon under your arm and put some mascara on it knowing, hey, it's safe on humans. It's not going to mess up the raccoon. Could you beat the system that way? I in, If it didn't just chew your arm off. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a sleepy raccoon. It's old. It doesn't have any teeth. It just kind of gums your forearm a few times and then it fatigues out. I love how your theoretical world always uses examples that I'm like, I just don't know that that's realistic. <laughs> Somewhere out there, I promise you, there's some redneck or hillbilly that has them an old toothless coon that they carry around <laughs> and it sometimes will gnaw on their forearm. Now, I don't doubt the reality of that at all. <laughs> we could borrow it. <laughs> Head out to China. Go to China. Get the mascara that we already know is safe. Does that work? I'm just here to tell you I feel 
highly confident that's not going to work. Uh, I don't know. I've never run a cosmetic company okay. before. I do know that, as I was saying, that this has been an issue for a long time because major um, brands that produce health and beauty products have wanted to get the little leaping bunny on their marketing mm -hmm. that says we're cruelty free, but they just, they wanted to be able to be in that China market as well. Gotcha. And we're talking about um, ordinary cosmetics like shampoo, blush, mascara, perfume. The uh, Humane Society International made a statement just last week saying China has said and validated this is going to come to an end and that beginning in Jan like January 1st, 2021, that we uh, won't have that in place anymore. And so this frees up some major brands like Clinique, which is one of my favorite brands that I grew up using um, and make some of my very favorite lipsticks. And another major company that I love is NARS. They make one of my very favorite red lipsticks. Um, NARS, spell that. N-A-R-S okay. is the name of the company. Um, they also are not cruelty-free so that they can be in China. So this is going to make some big changes and big waves in the cosmetics and um, health and beauty products industry. So again, many people who are propelled, as you might yes. say, to uh, buy cruelty-free suddenly are going to have many more brands to choose from. Maybe they can go back to some of their favorite brands that they hadn't been purchasing because of their lack of cruelty-free Commitment. I'm going to predict that China takes over the makeup market. Well, that very well could happen next. I I don't look at how they've behaved in the past and say, now there's a country that cares. <laughs> I think when they make a decision, there's a deeply, this is probably true of all the countries, yeah. but there's a deeply selfish motivation there. Okay. Well, we, I mean, look, it could very well happen. They... Um, never mind. I could get really revved up here, but I'm not going to. I'm going to take the high road with my toothless old raccoon <laughs> and just walk into the green pastures and sunsets and good times. <laughs> That's good stuff. Um, if you want more information on what brands are definitely cruelty-free right now, you can go to my favorite website for that information. It's called Cruelty Free Kitty, K-I-T-T-Y. Dot com and find out more about all that stuff. So, okay. One last note is that it is Tuesday as you are listening, and that means it's time for Teaser Tuesday. You love to title things. I love a segment name. That is my <sighs> favorite thing about having a podcast. This is the this is the thing though. This isn't your podcast. I'm this is our. This one's our I little know, example, just, uh, little little test baby. Mm -hmm. We're testing our own cosmetics here, <laughs> and this one is supposed to be just our conversations. Yes, we do not title our conversations. Never once have we been sitting around in the afternoon, and you're like, "Oh, look, it's three forty-five. It's time for Teaser Tuesday." Teaser Tuesday. <laughs> That doesn't happen in our house. I'll let you call it that this time. Well, maybe it should. <laughs> no. No. I don't like it. All right. Well. You're trying to box me in again. I know. Why do you not like boxes? They're so comfortable. I'm you free. You get all settled into I'm it. I'm free. If I want to be in a box, I want to climb in there on my own free will. Okay. Yes. And I might with my raccoon.
Good, I'm glad. I hope you'll take some kitty litter in with you for when the raccoon. Oh, he'll, he's trained. <laughs> he's been around the block a few times. He knows. It's probably him. Him. It's either him or the possum. I don't know who's been crawling in my garage and pooping. It's an old garage. It's barely standing. We live in a historical house, and somehow, some way, every Saturday I go to get the lawnmower, and more often than not, there's a fresh one right there by the mower. Right by the same mower. Spot, same spot every time. Oh my gosh! Insult to intro. You already have to mow the lawn, and then there's a fresh pile of poop waiting for you. I think it's the possum. I believe it's the possum. That possum hates us. Yeah. Because he knows how we feel about him. It's true. All right. Well, it's Tuesday. All right. There's Tell no us something teaserly about this non-named segment leading into your upcoming main show on Friday. The main show, Sort of Awesome. Yes. Coming up on Friday on Sort of Awesome, my co-host Rebecca and I go through some magazines, one specifically from 1993. Oh. And take a very nostalgic walk down memory lane. Like a, you guys actually had access to a 1993 magazine? Rebecca had it. In, oh, man. In her possession. It's not a dirty magazine. It's it? not a dirty magazine. I've never met Rebecca, but I've heard some stories. And I just, I'm concerned about who you spend your time with. <laughs> Rebecca, my Mennonite friend who lives in literal <laughs> Amish country in Pennsylvania. Let me tell you something. Yes. The Amish people. <laughs> they got a wild side. They got a wild side. You would too. Cooped up, all that. No zippers. No zippers. Just a bunch of dudes with beards and no mustaches. <laughs> you got to break free sometimes. Yep. Well, anyway, it's not a dirty magazine. It's a literal magazine called Teen Magazine. From oh, that was dirty. Well, I Wasn't suppose it? anything. I don't could know. Be I just felt like dirty. I should work that out. Yeah. And that's coming out on Friday. So I hope that you will tune in. When did Teen Magazine come out? Like, when did it start? When, when did they start I teening? I have no idea. Okay. Not a one. Well, looks I like was... that's going to be a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be super honest with you. It's not for you. It's not, like, you were not the target demographic on that episode. Why not? I was a teen once. Were you a teen girl? Did you like I may to... have been. <laughs> did you like to get together with your... Based on some of my high school nicknames, it's quite possible. <laughs> Did you guys like to get together and do all of the quizzes and the different magazines? Absolutely. Tally I up? still do. You know how I love a quiz. You hate quizzes. <laughs> That's why we can't ever do the sorting hat quiz on you. We can never know what house of Hogwarts you're in because you refuse to take the sorting hat Every quiz. time I talk to you, you're trying to throw me into Slytherin. I think you are a Slytherin. Well, then why would I want to sit down and be, allow myself to be put into yet another box that I don't want to be in? I don't like Snape. He's a turd. <laughs> All right. We'll leave, we'll leave off on that. I think that's a good note to end Snape on. is a turd. That's the end. <laughs> Goodbye. Have an awesome today, would you? <laughs> Please do. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Snape is always mean to Harry, and he's just generally unpleasant. By the way, he killed Dumbledore. What a turd. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.